Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Would you sign a prenuptial agreement with your other half? Now, I read an interesting article in the Daily Mail debating the idea of signing a prenup before tying the knot. One woman was quoted in the article saying, Divorce can be messy, but a prenup can make things a bit simpler. She stated, Signing a prenuptial agreement isn't unromantic. It's practical. Almost half of all marriages now end in divorce. That's a huge number. And it is a huge number, actually, by the way. The, the statistics a while ago actually said that you'll be lucky if one in five will last more than 25 years. Isn't that shocking? Anyway, that's the way it is nowadays. Uh, you'd never get on a roller coaster that broke half the time or eat a dish that only poisoned half the customers. So while nobody goes into a marriage expecting it to end, she says, are you really too deluded and arrogant to admit you might be in the unlucky 50%? While another woman argues prenups can cause financial resentment in a relationship, saying romance doesn't necessarily make a marriage last, but it sure helps an engagement turn into a lovely wedding. Prenups are like domestos, killing all known germs of hope, and romance will be dead. And I kind of tend to agree, but then again, I'm an old doddery conservative. So today I want to know what side of the fence you sit on. Now, many family law experts also believe it would be a good idea. Some relationship experts and religious spokespeople have slammed the prenups in the past, however, saying that it is setting up a marriage for failure before it's even begun. And the Catholic Church also obviously doesn't agree with prenuptial agreements as they think it is an insult to the sanctity of marriage. A prenup basically is a contract entered into prior to your marriage, civil union or any other agreement prior to the main agreement by the people intending to marry or contract to marry each other. And the content of the prenuptial agreement can vary widely, but more commonly includes provisions for a division of property, spousal support, and the event of divorce or breakup of marriage. So the best way to explain it, I suppose, is if that you meet somebody, you already have a home, maybe it's a second marriage, you already have a home, you already have finances, that person maybe might not have as much as you. And you say, okay, let's get married. But before we get married, can you just sign this here? And, yep, I just signed there. Just to say, if anything happens to our relationship and we hate each other in 10 years' time, then I still retain my own property and my own money. And you get nothing. Apart from what you've earned or what we've earned in the time of the course of the marriage. In other words, it covers your ass. Or you can sign a prenup with somebody if you buy a house together that no matter what happens, when you get divorced, the house will be split in two, which should happen anyway, by the way. But in saying that, sometimes different factors can come into that. So, would you be insulted if your partner asked you to sign one? That's the real question, from a moral point of view. So, you're in love with somebody. Will you marry me? Of course I will, darling. I didn't think you were ever going to ask. But just before we get married, you wouldn't mind signing this, would you? It's just because you know I have a nice car and a nice house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest insult ever because what you're essentially saying is I love you to bits, I want to marry you, I want to be with you for the rest of my life but just in case, because I'm thinking in the back of my mind there's a tiny bit of doubt, when you sign this. And although, as I said, prenups are not legal in this country, you can sign a prenuptial agreement in Ireland. It's not legally binding but a judge may look at it to help him make his decision. So I want to know if you actually agree with the idea of prenuptial agreements. Do you think they're a good idea? Would you be insulted if somebody asked you to sign one? 
Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Would you actually be insulted? Somebody says, so they're having a meeting discussing the country and livelihoods of the population and they start at 12 o'clock. Thought Leah was to get up early in the morning, says Joe and Kildare. Absolutely. No, at least it's a bit of good news for a change. Well, yes, I suppose it is in relation to that, yeah. Um, mm. No, there's no way I would sign a prenuptial agreement. I think it's a disgusting idea. The very thoughts of somebody asking you to sign a disclaimer when you get married is an insult to a bride or a groom, for that matter. Most likely a bride, because the, ma- the groom will be asking you to marry him. Um, no, a prenuptial agreement should be um, brought into Irish law. After all, all you've got to do is take one walk through the family law courts on an average day, and you'll see what kind of mess is going on. Well, I could probably um, be testament to that, all right. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 Should prenuptial agreements be legal in Ireland? And would you be insulted by one? How are you doing, Niall? Happy Friday to you there. The sun should come out at some stage. Ah, uh, listen, going back a long time ago, you know, you fell in love with a person. You fell in love with who they were. You loved their skin, you loved their face, their hair, their eyes, their heart and their soul. You know, you're talking about falling in love with your soul, mate, who you want to be with for the rest of your life. And if it doesn't work out, fine, separate, go your ways. But if you're thinking about saying, oh, now, hang on a minute, you might come after me money if you find a fancy man or whatever like that, <laughs> you might as well marry a prostitute and just pay her every time you have sex with her. That's not love. Cheers, Morris. Oh, well, Morris, that's your view. Niall, if you're with a partner and they're well off and they ask you to sign a prenup and you got offended, does that not mean that you feel somewhat entitled to half of the wealth that you didn't earn? Oh, I get what you mean. So they're, they're signing it on purpose to try and... You know, I, you're, you're twisting that around to what I said just before the break. The other way around, if you know what I mean. Uh, Julia in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Julie? Hi, Niall. Uh, Julie, I mean, is it an insult to be asked to sign a prenup? Would I that... think so. I really think so. Now, I'm not married, but if somebody said that to me, I'd be kind of like, why do you want my money? <laughs> or why do you not think it's going to last? Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? Have you got a plan to leave me? <laughs> <laughs> really? and, you want, and you want half me gaff? <laughs> <laughs> but yours is mine. I don't think so. It doesn't work like that these days. Well, it, well no, it doesn't. Well, hang on. If you're in a relationship, what's yours, what's yours is mine, what's mine is yours. That's the way it works, isn't it? Mm, it depends who you're with. <laughs> no, really. Like, oh, no, I wouldn't. I'd take offence to that. If somebody said that to me, I'd be like, why? What's, your, what's, what's the issue like? Yeah, but if he, let's say you met a guy tomorrow, right? And he owned his own house and he had a nice car and he had a bit of wealth, right? Mm. And let's say, you know, you didn't have as much as he did, right? And <laughs> you didn't have a huge amount of money. And he said to you, well, look, I'm quite wealthy here. I'm a businessman. I have my own business, etc. I've had all this before I met you. So would you just sign this just in case it doesn't work out in 10 years time? I can keep all this. You know, and anything we make in between, of course you're not. No. 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 Well, now you're sounding like a gold digger. Get your own money. <laughs> what? Get your own money. Like, yeah, well, yeah, but that's what I'm that? saying. But that's what I'm saying. That Anything he no. comes into the relationship, it remains his. Yeah, no, that's the way it should be. And anything that comes into her relationship, it should remain hers as well. Well, that, well, like, then, no. well then why not sign the prenup if that's the way you feel about it? I just don't know. I just think it's a bit much. Like, it's a bit like, I don't know. Like, they want to know everything about you. It's like, everything is gone then. Do you know that kind of way? So you your think, secret, secret oh, the romance is gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gone in any way. If the money is the topic of the conversation, yeah. All right, okay, yeah. I, but I, I disagree with them inherently because I think when you go into a relationship, you have to be willing to share everything, including your life, your secrets, your everything about yourself. It has to be, you're, you're at one with the person you're with. That's just my theory. Mm. 
I don't know. I disagree with that too. <laughs> hence, hence the reason I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> I was going to say, hence you're single, Julie. <laughs> That's it. So, Julie, and do you I have an issue with do money. that? Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, freedom. Like, I want their money. <laughs> no, definitely not. I just don't agree with it. I just get married, get married. Like, don't talk about money. So, have you, money, buy a house. Do you have an issue with commitment, Julie? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just like being single. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, do you, do you, would you have an issue? Like, if some guy came into your life, you know, would you have any? I, I, now, obviously, we are talking about prenuptial agreements, but do you still think what's yours is yours and what's his is his? Absolutely, yes. See, that's, you but then the you're not, that's then why you're not have, in a relationship. Yeah, but unless you won the lotto or something, like, you need your own secrets. Like, who has the story with this, like, prenups, everything? Like, mind your own business. Oh, my God. Julie, you're not doing a good job of selling yourself here for I'm a relationship. Saying, no, seriously, like, I just, I didn't know. What's mine is mine. Like, if you, if you have money, great. I don't want it, so. Yeah. Whatever, like. All right, okay. And w- when you're married to somebody, do you believe then at the end of that marriage, if it if it lasts or if it doesn't last, whatever, at the end of that marriage, that everything should be just split 50-50? Mm, I don't know. It depends. Like, if there's kids or, like, it's a, it's a, it's a really hard, like, one to Well, leave to kids out. It. Leave kids out. Let's say the kids are over the age of 18 or whatever it is. Right. right? So what? Say they split up, like. Yeah. No, I wouldn't expect anything. But no, if you have a house together, I'm saying. You know, yeah, you, you had let's a house say together you together and you bought the house together. Like, yeah. what, what? Half is mine and half is his. Yeah. But that's yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, okay, that's put fair the enough. Money in, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you agreed with that. Anyway, I oh, would we'll stay. We'll stay there for a second because Donald, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Donald? Niall, how are you? Good, Donald. Nice to talk to you. Happy Friday. Yeah. Well, first of all, Niall, I watched the movie the other night. I know you're a movie man. My sister's keeper. My Jesus sister's Christ. keeper. Jesus Christ! I went to bed in bits. <laughs> <laughs> It was Joke of Horror. Oh, Jesus Christ, mate. What? My it, sister's kid? What was it about? Um, this little girl, she was dying of leukaemia. Oh, no. And then the family then had another child, more or less just to be a donor for the child that was oh, dying. Oh, I, 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 think I, I think I know of the movie, all right. It's yeah, dreadfully and, and then, sad. And then the child took the parents to court because she didn't want to be a donor no more. Well, it turned out that the child that was dying was in on it because she wanted just to die. Oh, Jesus Christ, Niall, I went to bed. I was a 55-year-old man, and I, and I, and I well enough. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's not good for you. Julie, did you ever see that movie of My Sister's Keeper? I never saw that movie, but he's got to make oh. me real emotional now. God, oh, Friday, Julie. Like, what's wrong with people today? I, <laughs> I know, Ashley's just said in my ear, it's so sad. I would, oh, I would yeah. advise everybody, if you want to have a happy weekend, don't watch it. <laughs> Everything I, is happy I, Friday, I, and then we get a story like that. <laughs> I know, I know, you know who's in it, and she plays a great part, because she's usually a comedy actress, uh, uh, Cameron... Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. She, she a fantastic... Well, I don't think she portrays herself as a comedy actor, but whatever. Oh, you would. You've seen her there in Bad Teacher. And that's yeah, 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 okay. You've you never seen her as an emotional actress. Like, but Jesus Christ, no, top film. Right, okay. Know. Thank you, Donald, for the recommendation for the weekend to make everybody miserably unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> Go no, on. No. Yeah, watch it after him now tonight now. <laughs> watch it after me, Al Martin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe watch it before him, and he'll cheer you up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but get, getting back to bringing up to an agreement, Donald. You heard yeah. Julie saying, you know, it depends whether she had money in her account or not. But generally speaking, you know, she's not willing to hand over her money anyway. Yeah, well, poor Julie there now, like she's against the prenup, but she actually made the pine for the prenup. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Nile. You know, and I know, there's a fine line between love and hate. A very fine line. Oh, yeah. And the amount of people, they get married, and I love you, and I love you. And when I go into court, it turns to pure hatred. Yep. And I honestly and truly believe the family law courts in Ireland, it's for women 
mostly only. A man doesn't have a fair shot. I think, mo- I think most people would probably agree with you on that point. Yeah. I think even solicitors and barristers would agree with you on that. So therefore, when I say that, that there's a fine line between love and hate, there's nothing wrong with a prenup. And, but you made the great point, what you make together in the marriage should be split 50-50. Yes. But I know... You, I, well, I so know what about what you come into the marriage with? No, if, if you come into the marriage with a house and, and money and things like that, you walk away with that. And there's nothing wrong with the prenup. It works on both sides now. Your man twisted it there and you with his WhatsApp, and I think he made a very good point. Like. Yeah. If you're not interested in taking the person to the cleaners, you'd have no problem saying that. It's just a bit unromantic, isn't it? But now, it, 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 romance is fabulous. It's brilliant. Until it breaks up. I and know, but, yeah, but, yeah, but when you're asking somebody to marry them, or when you're marrying somebody and you're walking down the aisle... Yeah. Nobody at that particular moment in time, I would like to think that nobody is thinking, when is this going to break oh, up? Of course they don't, Nigel. Yeah, yeah. And now, I guarantee you have friends, and I have friends, women friends that I know that that split up. The first thing the friends say to them, I hope you take him to the cleaners. Yeah, yeah. The male friends will say to their male friends, you want to protect your money. That, it, this is human nature. The love is gone now, and it's down into a judge. Yeah. And, and loads of barristers and solicitors to make money. And loads of barristers, and there's not an ounce of love there no more, and people, and children get hurt, and women keep children away from the fathers, uh, you know, and, and, and lots of women, both sides is bad. It turns to pure bitterness, and if you have a document that can stop that bitterness some bit and make it black and white, listen, that's what you signed, that's what you agreed with back in the day, now we all have to deal with the assets that she made together, and that's that. That's a fair point, isn't it? I mean, Julie, that's a fair point, isn't it? My future husband hasn't got a hope, really. It's, it's like, I oh, don't Jesus. mind. If they have money, they have money. I'm not going to be a gold digger about it and say, like, I want a prenup. Right. But if he says he wants he wants you to sign the prenup. No, I'd say no. Well, why not, Julie, if you're not interested in his money? I'd just say no, because what's mine is mine. Like, it's none of his business. Like, why would he be that way about it? But, Julie, you're actually against signing the agreement but you agree with everything I'm saying from what you're saying mm. you're not interested in made beforehand he won't get anything to... so when, if the day comes that you what does up, it mean it yeah. means that everything that we have together or everything that no have... see I mean Julie what happens is when you sign the prenuptial agreement right you will make an agreement that everything that you have before you enter the marriage remains yours at the uh, you know if you break up and generally speaking, everything that's made during the marriage, i.e. if you buy a house together during the marriage, that will all probably, the agreement will be that maybe that's split 50-50. So in other words, if you have 20 grand and you come into the relationship and there's somebody with somebody else, you can sign your prenup that that 20 grand and that investment account is mine and you're not getting half it if you ever split up. Ah, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, but now, yeah. Jesus, Julie. Oh, Jesus, don't hunt. Julie, I love you, Julie. Now the penny's dropped. Oh, now <laughs> Yeah, but Julie, the only, the only thing is, I want to go back to the point you made at the very start. You thought it was unromantic. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think there's more to be talking about than money. Like, seriously, this is after racking my brain today. I'm going to be asking everybody, are they trying to free numbers today? <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> I know, I know Julie wasn't a mad feminist. I know that. Yeah. Is. Is there somewhere she's she's probably the furthest from a mad feminist that you will ever find. <laughs> but stay there for a second. Let me go, go to Gareth as well. I'm glad we cleared that up there, Julie. Uh, Gareth, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Gareth? 
Good. Gareth, do you think prenups are a good idea or are they setting you up for disaster? No, not really. Look at the culture nowadays. People, marriage, say my mother and father, my granny and granddad's time, marriage was for life and respect to each other. Now, there's too many gold diggers out there now wanting evidence. If the prenups are really in for the likes of the farmers. Okay, well, they are actually. You're, you are right. Are you, yeah. You're a part time farmer, are you? I only do a bit of part time work now. I'm a truck driver the whole time. Yeah, but would but you have some land? Would you have a bit of land? Not at all. No, 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 no. Right, okay. But um, I know friends of mine, like, and I work with farmers, and, uh, but like, they'd have a lot to lose. If someone, they marry a tiny person with no, no background at all, and next, uh, two years' time, three years' time. I want half. Don't want, don't want this. That man has to buy poor out mm-hmm. or lose his farm, sell yep. the whole land. Yeah. That's the reason why prenup is coming in, definitely for farmer-wise, isn't it? Yeah, so, I mean, if he already has a couple of thousand acres of land and he meets somebody and ten years later they get they split up and then she comes along and says, I want half your land or pay me yeah. off, whichever, it can be that a bit unfair be because he already had it. That could be in a family for thousands of years or whatever. But, it, but isn't that the risk? Is, is that not just the risk you take when you marry somebody? Because when you marry somebody, you're supposed to love them anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, again, things have changed. Mm-hmm. People just out for themselves really nowadays, you know. Yeah. What you can. I mean, what they were saying, some experts have said, and religious spokespeople have said, that prenups in the past have said it's setting up marriage for failure before it even begins. And the Catholic Church also doesn't want prenups, as they say, they think it's an insult to the sanctity of marriage. Oh, I wouldn't pass any heat of them, lads. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't pass any heat of them, lads. <laughs> but no, no, it's not an insult or anything. It's just... You have to be real. Yeah, sorry, Don. What are you trying to say there? No, yeah, I tell you, for the Catholic. Oh, you're breaking up. Are you going down the quarry again? I'm not. I'm not. For the Catholic Church to to say prenups are wrong, the whole reason why priests don't get married is is so they protect because of inheritance. Yes. Yeah. So it's just. Well, that's right. It was brought in many, many years ago by the Vatican, I believe. It was nothing to do with the Bible. It was brought in by the Vatican to stop priests getting married. So if they did get divorced or separated, they wouldn't try and take some of the Catholic Church's money. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Well, look, I've got to go to break. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 Wonderful travels here, right? Okay. So far, everybody seems to think this is a good idea. Maybe I'm, the wrong, I'm wrong here, but I kind of thought it was a bad idea. From a practical point of view, and from a moral point of view, I probably think it's a wrong, it's a bad idea because... Although I understand you're trying to save your wealth for yourself, but it shouldn't matter how wealthy you are. If you're marrying somebody, you're marrying them because you love them. Whatever happened to that? And if you're asking somebody to sign a prenuptial agreement, that then casts a shadow of doubt over, I suppose, how legitimate your love actually is. Hi, Noel. Just listening to the programme there. Uh, a few weeks back you had a program where you were discussing women hand, having kind of run, run, run away money and the vast majority of the women that actually rang in seemed to say that that was a good idea but they don't seem to think it's a good idea to sign a prenup. It seems so. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Let me just go to Tina. Tina here on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tina? Hi, Nile, not bad. Good. Now, Tina, there's a kind of mixed reaction to prenups in general, and it seems to be men think they're a good idea, women think they're a bad idea, usually. I don't know why that is. Um, what do you think? 
So I don't agree with it. And I'll tell you why women probably think it's a bad idea because they, they've lived through this point that I'm about to make. So if, if there's children involved in the marriage, is kind of where it gets um, messy, I suppose, in yeah. terms of well, cleanup. Most barristers and, will tell you the money follows the children. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if a woman decides to have children with, with her partner or with her husband, then they are 50-50 responsibility if that decision was mutual. So the women then tend to be the, the ones that stay at home, look after the, the children, there for school hours, pickups and run the household and yep. all of that. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if the woman wasn't in the home, um, that, that father would say would have to hire somebody to do the job of that the woman is doing. So you're talking about childcare, you're talking about cooking and cleaning, washing, all of the household. Yeah, that's worth duty. money. I mean, and this, that's this, worth money. And, exactly. and by the way, just in relation to, say, family law, if, for example, a, a father is working and the mother is staying at home and he's paying the mortgage, say, for 20 years and they get divorced, her contribution to the mortgage is the fact that she stayed at home and worked in the home. So that's her contribution. So she's entitled to 50%. That's normally the way the courts will look at it. Yeah, and, mm. and really that's undervalued, but that's a different story. But like the, the woman is also enabling the husband to, go, to be able to go to work to his job for but, 40 plus hours a week. But she's not enabling him. He has to go to work because somebody has to pay. So she's not enabling him to go well, to work. Well, she I is mean, indirectly. She is indirectly. Well, either way, enabling. one of them has to go to work because somebody has to pay the bills. Yeah, but but that point is never is mm. never uh, you know it's yeah. never thought about when we're th- when we're talking about this kind of thing. Her contribution is that she is doing a job at home by minding the children. Yep. She absolutely she's running the household, and she's also she is indirectly enabling him to be at his job forty mm. plus hours a week. Because if she wasn't there, then he wouldn't be able to do that absolutely. job full time, which would like, which would which like, would uh, cut in on his wage capacity per year. And I think that's recognised in law and the way they recognise that is they consider that to be a financial contribution, although it's not a financial contribution to the property or to the home or to the mortgage. It's considered to be by very way of the fact that she, as you rightly said, she enables him to go to work and that, you know, that she's at home working, doing something that would normally cost money to do. So she is recognised and the wife or the husband, whichever stays at home, is recognised by the the law courts that that's 50% of the contribution. Yeah, so therefore, that's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign the prenup. But, but why would that make a difference to a prenup? But that's why, so let me say, let's say I'm a very wealthy man, right? And I own two businesses and three houses and properties, right? And I met you, Tina, and you didn't have really, let's say you were a young single woman and you didn't have anything, right? And we yeah. decided to get married. And I said to you, Tina, before we get married, could you just sign this here, which says that all my businesses and my property, in the, in the, if we ever get divorced or in 10 or 15 years' time, if we get divorced, that I still keep all this. But anything that we've bought between us going forward in the future, yes, you get half of. But everything that I've already got, you don't get half of. Is that fair? <laughs> It's it's a tricky one, but in saying that, like you have to take into consideration the security of the the wife or and the mother going forward after they get married. So if she's coming in with nothing into the marriage and he knows that, um, it, it's a mutual agreement to get married, knowing that you're sharing a life together, which means mm-hmm, you're sharing a house, you're sharing a property, you're sharing business or whatever. Because the likelihood is in that scenario that you just described. The wife is probably, you know, working in that business with him or doing ad hoc things, running into town, posting stuff for him for his business and so on. So there's, there's a lot of unrecognized uh, duties in, in that case that would happen in real life, mm-hmm. but it's just not recognized. So I just I just don't think that you have, as a man in that scenario that you uh, said, would have a right to, you know, 
um, ask her to sign a prenup. If you're willing to go into a marriage together, that's what you have to be willing to do. Okay, so as you far know, as you're concerned, it doesn't matter what wealth comes into the marriage from who, if you ever get divorced, be it in 20 years' time, that you go into that marriage for the right reasons, i.e. you love each other. And from that point on, as far as you're concerned, and I'm not disagreeing with you because I'm a very conservative type of person, that everything between you is is owned jointly together and that's it. End of story. Yeah, because there has to be an element of fairness and security around a marriage. Isn't that why people get married? One of the reasons why they get married? Yeah, well, I would agree with you, yeah. I mean, when when you marry somebody, you marry them for the right reasons, not for the wrong reasons. You know, I would believe that if you ask somebody to sign a prenup, and I'm actually agreeing with you, Tina, it, it basically sets you up for failure. It's more or less saying to the person that you want to marry, listen, just in case this doesn't last, you might as well just say it. Because, yeah. well, stay there for a second because Carl... You're on Ireland's Classic Kids. Carl, you disagree with Tina. And I you, do. You agree with the idea of a prenup. I get what Tina's saying from a moral I point do. of view. Um, I, I do understand that. And it, there's, a lot of, there's, there's a lot of different ways you could look at this. Now, she, she's saying, okay, if, if you get into a marriage together, you'd have children together. But let's take it from your point of view, the, the scenario you said, Noel. Let's say that was a guy that came in, to, that, came, that met her. She, he already had a house. The house was paid for. He had a business. He had a car, you know. And then he asked for it to sign. I don't think he, there's anything wrong with him asking his future. But the, yeah, wife. But the point he is making is if you want to share your life with somebody and you fall in love with, with somebody. Yeah, I fell in love with her, but she didn't fall in love with my uh, home. You know what I mean? But, but, you, but, yeah, but you're coming into the relationship with those things and then automatically, under Irish law currently at the moment, well, everything well, you have, she owns half of. Well, no, well, including the bills, by the way. This is that is true, but uh, you want to be a very stupid woman to do that. Then if they well, if well, you would I, sign something like that, if it, let's say it was you, okay, and let's say you came from a family, a, a farm, a farmer's fam, family, yeah, right? with ten thousand acres or something, yeah, yeah, and you had a lot of land yourself, right? And I, yeah. I, I'm just some Joe from Dublin, and you met me some night out, you got married. <laughs> And then didn't Jeez, Tina's doing a lot of getting married in today. She's already yeah, married yeah, two blokes in the air here. <laughs> well, let's say let's say we got married a year or two down the line. We, there was no let's say there was no children involved. A year or two down the line, um, or even if there was a child involved, yeah, let's say there's a child involved. No, no, I see now. Hold on a second. When you're introducing a child, you're complicating us. Forget about the child. Forget about the child for the moment because you're going to complicate it with a child. Because I'm, you know what I mean. All right. So it's just just ourselves, right? Right. Three years later, you have a Barney. You have a Barney, and then all of a sudden we say we're going to divorce. And I can, I could only imagine her father, her parents. There's no way he's taking your land. You know what yeah, I mean? but you see, that's all. Do, 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 no, hang on, hang on. Let Tina respond. Let Tina respond. No, hang on, I'm not finished now. Oh, okay, does, does she think that it's right that I take her land just because I met her three years ago? Did, did she take her family's land? Does she think that that's right? Ask her that no, I, I don't think it's right. But here's my point. It's up to the woman and the family to thoroughly make sure that you're marrying the right type of person in the first place. Ah, Tina, you, 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 ta- you no, no, hang on, hang on, both for a second. Tina, everybody believes they're marrying the right person. I don't know anybody who got married thinking they were marrying the wrong person, although it may be one or two. But I generally speaking, we all think we're marrying the right person. Things change. Exactly, and it's not your parents. Yeah. It's, it's not your parents' decision for for, for them to decide. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're choosing the right person. He's not going to take your land. No, in no, the it's future. the woman. No, the, it's the woman's decision. Like that, that would but be done to her. Listen, I have been through a divorce. Okay, I, I, I was married twice. I didn't, I, when I got married, I never thought that I was going to get divorced. Never, in the, never, had no idea. I was totally in love the whole lot. But then yeah. things change. You fall out of love and 
whatever happens, and you get divorced. Well, do you think it's fair then? So, say in the, in the example that you uh, put I across there, you think it's both fair? People. I think it, it covers both people. I think it protects both both sides of the of the. It, it only protects both if if um, you have equal assets. Well, 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 you know it, what I mean. It, well, is that, well, okay, I agree with that. But if you walk into something with nothing, do you expect? To just to yeah, walk because away you contribute. Maybe not everything. Maybe, maybe not walk away if, with if you everything. contribute it to nothing. If that's it, as I said, if, if the well, well, now, home that's it, well, hang on. That, well, well, when you say they haven't contributed, right? Of course they contribute because when you marry somebody, yeah, and, le- and let's say not. we take the, the, the divorce with Jeff Bezos, uh, for example, who is the richest man in the world. Yeah. Now, when he started first, it was his business, realistically, right? But. Yeah. His wife helped him in the garage when they originally started out as a bookstore online. She helped him by packing the books, posting them out. Now, she took him to court. She got half. Okay. Uh, You're adding in bits there again. Same with that girl. The same with that. I mean, the example you gave, the girl could be on the farm working with him for the three years. But if she's not working with him, she's not to deal with the business. (laughs) If she's just at home minding the children, that's it. Just just at home. Like, this is my point. This is my point. You're hanging yourself here now, Carol. You know, like, just at home minding the kids. If you had to mind, if you had to pay a full-time childminder, like, do you understand how much that would cost you if you were a single father and you have to go to work 40 hours a week and you have to have someone at home because the kids are young? Do you understand if, how much that would actually cost you to hire a professional to come in? Of course I do. But if you but how have, much do you think? How much would it cost? Yeah. I have, I have a fair idea how much it costs. I know how much things cost in this country. I run a house. She wants a figure. I mean, a cleaner, a taxi driver, yeah. <laughs> somebody to do your laundry. I'm child minder. Child minder. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever happens in the bedroom afterwards. Easy. Oh, well, probably about 80 to 90 grand a, business, a year. If you had a business worth 5 million and you, you met me and I had nothing to do with your business, and let's just say I stayed at home and minded our child. And I made yeah. a dinner. I made a dinner or whatever. And I had nothing to do with your business. Yeah. And I had nothing to do with your house. Right? You had all these things before you met me. I wouldn't mm. expect to be get taking half of them if we broke up. Stay there for a second, both of you. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 Valerie. Hi, man. How are you getting on? Valerie, you're a rock of sense. Put some, get an element <laughs> of sense into this. Argument. Oh, by the way, Richie says, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't prenups meaningless under Irish law? No, they're not. Prenups are not legally binding in Irish law, but a judge can ask to see the prenup and it may determine the case. So that's usually that's what correct. happens. That's okay, correct. so Valerie, should prenups be a legal uh, requirement in Irish law? Now, I personally believe if a couple start with nothing and you build up a life together, it's not necessary. 50 But if you have built up, yes. But if you have been working your butt off for 30 years and you have ac- accumulated, just say, assets worth a million, whatever... And you meet somebody that hasn't um, anything financially to contribute to it. They have zero in their bank account. And it doesn't last. Absolutely, it's 100% necessary to have a prenup. It's a exactly. smart thing to do. Of course. I totally agree. It doesn't make sense. And if you're but but Tina's say, saying, like, with the farmer situation, you know, that Tina, while he's yeah, out like, on the farm, she could be minding the kids. They're, they're completely different scenarios. She's after bringing in a completely different scenario there. And I, I would agree with her in that scenario. Yeah. But I don't agree with her in the majority of cases if when there's kids involved or when there's a, a life that are intertwined and there's, there's there, contributions okay. there okay. On, both, on both sides, then I don't agree with it. Yeah, sorry, yeah, go ahead, Valerie. That, 
yeah, but you see, in those cases, there's usually, both people usually start off with zero. But at the end of the day, if somebody is with somebody that has, is worth a million or whatever, and then somebody comes with nothing and they spend five years together, I think a judge is going to allow for X amount per year if they have children together. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. 20,000 a year for the work that she's done. They'll work it into an income that she would have earned if she had earned in her own right. Mm-hmm. But you certainly wouldn't expect to walk away for high, from, with half a million for being with somebody for five years if it goes belly up. Sure, if that's the case, you could make a business out of it because not everybody thinks well, highly of marriage. Well, there are some people who do make a business out of it. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, we've, we've, we've seen the young 22-year-olds marrying the 93-year-old millionaires. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, have you seen that thing the other night on Monaco? What was that? Um, Mrs. Bacardi. <laughs> No, Mrs. Bacardi. Yeah, no, she she married um, uh, some guy Bacardi. She was he was an heir to the Bacardi Empire. Okay. But I was looking there. She married him in two thousand and five. He died, so I had to Google it to find out what the story was. We thought it was hilarious. He died in two thousand and ten, and she's worth four point four billion. Happy days for five years. Yeah, I'd, I'd marry him myself for that. Yeah, what <laughs> I have. I mean, but who was the what was the very famous one? And I'm trying to remember the young. Uh, was it Anna Nicole Smith? I'm not sure now. Do I'm anybody sure. remember? I think it was Anna Nicole Smith, and she married this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was a, a stunning young blonde woman, and she married this. Yeah, ninety-three-year-old millionaire. She married. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows what we're getting into there. That's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This guy was anyway thirty-five years older than this um, lady that inherited all his wealth. Okay, so, so get, we're getting back to prenups. I've only got thirty seconds. So getting back yeah, to prenups, Valerie, should they be legal in Ireland? Of course they should. It's necessary today. Now, the only problem is, very quickly, Valerie, the moral argument and the church's argument and the conservative view that I might have of you love somebody, you want to spend the rest of your life with them, you're down on your knee, you're on top of the Eiffel Tower, and you say, will you marry me? I love you so much, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Oh, by the way, you wouldn't just sign this here first. That's, and they say that's setting it up for failure. In other words, why are you even thinking about that? It's not at all, no. It's smart. It's, it's a smart thing to do. Most people are in love when they meet initially, but things happen in life. Life isn't like that. Things can't go belly up. You know what I mean? That's a simple fact of the matter. And you have to just protect yourself. Okay, listen, thank you very much indeed. Valerie, Carl, and Tina. Uh, Chris... Hi, you know. Good afternoon to you. Now, Chris, you're from a different part of the world, living in Ireland, yep. originally from South Africa. You have a prenup. Yes, we, we do have a prenup. And I think in, in South Africa, it's, it's almost like a standard thing. You, you classed as crazy if you don't have a prenup. Um, and, you know, I, I think w- listening to bits of what people were saying before, everybody seems to have this Hollywood idea of prenup where, you know, mega rich man marries, you know, young woman and then she divorces him and takes half his money. Um, prenup has, is a lot more in, involved in that. Now, I don't quite know if, if the Irish law is, is similar, but prenup in South Africa will def, uh, protect you from debt, um, which kind of comes into your next discussion on, on gambling. So if, if in that particular case this person runs up a couple of hundred thousand euro in, in gambling debts, you as the, as the wife because you've got a prenup, your assets are protected from his debt so that, that they can't come to you and say, okay, well, your husband owes a couple of hundred thousand. So, in fact, with- everybody individually becomes a separate company. Correct. So okay. Correct. And then you have, um, you can protect also certain um, items for argument's sake. Like my, my wife's um, wedding ring, the diamonds on her, in her wedding ring come from her um, her grandparents okay. and great grandparents. So the, the ring itself is worth quite a bit because the diamonds are, you know, from. So from you're not, so you're not getting them. any of it essentially. No. So if yeah. if we were to get divorced, 
I can't tell her, well, you now owe me half of whatever that ring might be. So worth. you will sell us, yeah. Yeah. So you must now sell it. So she's protected on a, on a family heirloom, you know, in that, in that sort of case. And then, of course, any monies that we make while we are together, then we, you know, we, we share that 50-50 should things go. go now, as I said down. already, in relation to Irish law, just to clarify, because people want to know the story, is unlike the US, Canada, New Zealand and Australia, Ireland currently has no legislation which expressly recognises any agreements or prenuptial agreements, uh, which makes them enforceable. However prenuptials, as they're called, uh, can still be entered into Irish law and there can't, they can have consequences. In other words, it's up to a judge then to use his common sense. So yeah. if a prenuptial agreement is produced, the judge is not, it's not legally binding, but he does look at the state of play at the time it was signed and he can say, well, look, you, you did say that at the time he's got married and I'm going to recognise it. So it's entirely up to the judge, but they're not legally binding. Yeah, you see, I, I, I think they should be. I think, you know, in, in today's world, you know, as much as we all want to, and we all think we're going to be married forever, um, things happen. Um, it, it is a reality. And but you are starting I, off on a bad foot, aren't you? If you're, no, you not, know, not, it's, not really. it's not the most romantic thing in the world to produce a piece of paper as you're handing over a ring, is it? Well, not really. But you know, you, you, I don't know. I think because I come from a place where it's where it's common, it's you know, if you don't do it, people go, well, yeah, what's what's wrong with you? Um, and I think if it was implemented here in Ireland, probably in 10, 15 years' time, it would just be commonplace and, and everyone would, would adopt the same thing. It's, it's just there to, you know, just to safeguard any potential issues that might, might arise. Because we, we don't know what's going to happen 10 years, 15, 20, 30, however many years in the, in the future. Well, we do know that 50% of marriages won't last 25 years. Well, well exactly. Um, and, you know, it, it protects you both ways because it does Yes, if you happen to be that very wealthy person coming into a, a relationship or you've got family farm or whatever the, the situation is, you can protect that from a potential gold digger. But you can you can put anything into the, the relationship. So you can even put into that uh, uh, contract that should you get divorced in five years, you get nothing. Should we get divorced in 10 years, you get 20%. Should we get divorced in 30 years, you get 50% or whatever the, the situation is. If I cheat on you, you get X amount. Mm. Um, if you cheat on me, you get nothing. You know, there, there's, there's safeguards that you can put is, in is that, the is that in your prenup, by the way? In my prenup, I don't have any. We didn't, we didn't come into it with anything. So we okay, yeah, but is there, is there cheating and stuff in your prenup? Not in my prenup. No, no okay. No. But, but, that, but the point of the matter I'm trying to say is that you can put... Well, I, but that's not a bad in. idea, by the way. You know, if you put into your prenup, if you break the marriage, the contract of marriage, i.e. If, if, if there's infidelity on either side, that you get nothing. I think, yeah, that's, I think and, that's a good thing to put into a marriage contract. And, and, and vice versa. So if you come in with all the millions, the, 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 the one without can say, well, if you cheat on me because you, you want to trade me in for a, for a younger model five <laughs> years or ten years down the line, you will then owe me X amount. Um, so it's pretty much you can tailor a, a contract to suit your, um, your financial and, and, your, and your situation and obviously protect yourself going forward and you know obviously children and all that play play a role so you can you can stipulate all these things in the contract depending on what your your and at what um, point chris does the the prenup get signed is it just before the actual i don't mean literally at the altar you know but, no, no, but, no. But, but i mean at what is it obviously after you ask them to marry you and and it's a mutual thing so it's not like it's a big shock to a woman if a guy says i want you to sign a prenup or vice versa it's not a big shock to anybody in your country 
No, no, not at all. It's kind of, you know, as you get engaged and you and it becomes almost part of your, your wedding plan. So part of it is, you know... The prenup. You, yeah, you, you go to a lawyer and, and you, you kind of lay all your cards out on the table in front of the lawyer. Um, and there's obviously bulk, bulk standard ones, um, which is pretty much what my wife and I have. Um, which is pretty much only, 50-50 with a few exceptions. Yeah, with, yeah, basically one or two little... Um, yeah, you're keeping your PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, and then, and yeah, the, the, the lawyer draws it up for you. You obviously, you know, you sign it. And it only becomes, you know, you can sign it any time. It only becomes, um, I don't know what the technical term is, viable or... or, or, or legally you know, binding. Legally binding once you've signed your, your wedding, um, your, your marriage certificate. Then it's legally binding. But before that, if you break up before you get married, you know, whatever reason, then obviously the, the, the prenup is null and void. Right. Okay. Okay. That's that's really interesting. And and so you basically what you're saying to the Irish people is, we should have it. I I think so. I think it 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 it's yeah definitely. It it just makes. But mind you, in your in your case, for your prenup to be valid, you will have to get divorced in South Africa. Uh, probably yeah. 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 But yeah, mind yeah. you, I I think there is an agreement between South Africa and Ireland. You can get divorced here, but your prenup won't be taken into consideration. That's the only. Well, it, the, the the only as I said, you know, the only major thing on our prenup is my wife's. Wedding ring. Well, then divorce, um, divorce are here and you can take half the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm very happily married. <laughs> Listen, Chris, it's been lovely talking to you. Thanks very much. Right. I appreciate you Thanks coming out here. Oh. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.